0: Hey you guys, welcome to J House, this is Nanye. I want to talk to my teenagers, boys and girls. And I want to talk to you about the issue of sex. Okay? Um, we are in an era where there is all kinds of things being done. All kinds of things. You have young people out here you know, having sex on a regular basis. And some of them with single partners, some of them with multiple partners, some of them with same sex, some of them with, you know, swapping partners and all that stuff. Well, I come here to talk to you and let you know that, number one, for all of y'all that think everybody's doing it, Everybody's not. And for all y'all that think it's cute and it's the latest craze, it's the latest fad, you're putting yourself in the way of very unhealthy circumstances. You're putting yourself in the way of disease. You're putting yourself in the way of having a bunch of babies. Alright? You're putting yourself in the way of Submitting to unnatural affection. The Bible talks about that. The Bible talks about how the children of disobedience became so corrupt that they started giving way to unnatural affection. What's unnatural affection? Unnatural affection is... Well, let me explain to you what natural affection is. Natural affection is the affection between a woman and a man. Okay, that's natural. That is normal. Unnatural affection is the affection of either a man and a man, a woman and a woman, a man and a beast, a man and a, a thing, or a woman and a beast or in a woman and a thing. These things do exist. And it also encompasses women and children, men and children. These things are perversed. Okay? They are not of God. They are abominable to God. God does not like them. Alright? I just want to let you know that. He detests them. He thinks they are disgusting. Now, with that said, parents, if you don't agree with me, you can turn the podcast off. But these things are detestable and disgusting in the eyes of God. And I want you to know that everybody's not doing it. Okay? Everybody's not out here pulling their pants down. Everybody's not out here trying to figure out what... The next sexual thing is that feels good and and makes you want more. That's what the devil does. He tempts you with the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. He makes your flesh feel good, so you want more and more and more, and it never ends. You never get more. All you get is death. Sleeping with all them partners, you gain death. You sleep with one partner outside of marriage and you know that they're in a marriage relationship But if, and, and they're sleeping with you. And nine times out of ten, if they sleep with you, they're sleeping with a bunch of other people. You're putting yourself in the way of death and disease. Everybody's not out here doing that. There's some people that want to live. And the people that want to live, they're not out here swapping partners. They're not out here being pansexuals. They're not out here being homosexuals. They're not out here being lesbian. They're not out here, you know, experimenting with swapping partners. They're not doing that. Some of them are actually waiting on the partner that God has for them. And some of them just don't have time to do that. They're out here trying to to do positive things in life that mean something. That are going to push them forward into their careers or into whatever it is they desire to do. That Their desire to fulfill a a meaningful purpose means something to them. Now, for all y'all that's out here doing all this stuff, I'm, I'm here to ask you, what is your purpose in life? To be a bed hopper? Is that what your purpose in life is? If that's what your purpose in life is, you might as well die now. Because that's where you're you're headed. You're headed for heartache and pain and death. And when you die, you are guaranteed a spot in hell. And people burn in hell. I can tell you because I've been there. I'll tell you about that another day. People burn in hell. And you are tormented with the same sin that you do. You're tormented with it. It don't feel good. You have fear, you have pain, you have constant torment, and it never ends. Is that what you want? Do you want people viewing you as a prostitute? A hoe? A hooker? A a baller? A trick? Is that what you want people to see you as? When you're doing that kind of stuff, that's what you're viewed as. A harlot, a hoe, a trick, a side chick, a side man, whatever they call you. It ain't cute. It's disgusting. It's putrid. In the eyes of God. And then, when you want to get married, when you figure you want to get out of that life and you want to get married, you got to you got to deal with your past from that life. You don't just get out of it. Some of them some of them, them people you sleeping with they, they they they'll stalk you because you are with them, and they don't want you to be with nobody else, so they get possessive. Some of them I'm just being real. And some of them don't care nothing about you. they let you go on. But you got to live with the pain of your past. You got to live with the pain of telling your husband or your wife that this is what you've done in the past. And the question is, when you get married, when you decide you want to be married, is your husband or wife going to want you with that background? You better think about it. It takes a special person to... to, um, forgive and deal with that kind of stuff. And somebody in their right mind is not going to deal with that. They're not going to want to be bothered with it. Most people. Somebody that's really grounded in, 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 you know, really seeking after God, they're not going to accept that so easily. Now, my question to those of you that's doing this kind of stuff... Why are you doing it? What's your reason? Is it because you've been hurt? Is it because you need love? Is it because you need acceptance? Is it because you want it to attention? Or is it because you feel that you will never be loved? And some of y'all, is it because you just want to do it? You just think it's cute and it's the latest thing to do and you just want to be popular? Well, is my question to you is this. Is being popular worth you losing your life. The Bible says what does it gain a man to, to to what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? When you do these things, it's part of the world. It's pagan culture. That's what they did back in the Bible days. The the people that did not worship God. The people that were an enemy to God, this is what they did. And this is what you're doing. Is it worth you losing your soul? Is it worth you dying behind? Is is you know, is having sex and all the the drug parties and the raids and this and that, all these things you participate in, you can lose your life very easily. Are you willing to do that? Is that moment of pleasure worth you never coming back and being burning for the rest of your life? Because that's what happens to you. There's some people out here that are standing for God, they don't want that life. They don't want the hurt behind it. Because they know friends that's gone through it, or they've seen other their family members go through similar things. And some of them have never seen that. They just don't want that for themselves. So my question is, what do you want for yourself? There's some people out here that are making, ha- you know, having a successful life. There's some people out here that are serving God with all their heart, and they love it. Do you love God with all your heart? If you love God with all your heart, you do not sin against Him. When you when you are doing these things, it is sexual sin. There are people out here that are not committing sexual sin against Him. They love Him, and they want to serve Him, and they want to do His will. They're on fire for Him. They desire what He desires. And that's it. And they desire to have the life that he has for them. He has a future and a hope for them. They want that future and a hope. So, now that you know everybody's not living like this, now that you know that there is hope for you, are you going to change? And are you going to go after the hope that God has for you? There are people out here that realize that God gives visions. God gives hope. God gives a future for them. But that future is found in Christ. That's where you find it. You don't find it doing all these other things. You do all them other things, you end up unfulfilled and dead. But if you serve God, what you do for God, the Bible says what you do for God will last. When you seek him day and night, he will give you the the desires of your heart. Do you, is that what you want? Do you want his desires that he puts in your heart to be fulfilled? He gives you a desire for his things. That way you don't have to go out here and have sex. You don't desire it. He changes you. Well, you don't want those that, that stuff. You want what he wants for you. And he wants your, the best for you. He wants, he has the best in store for you. The best that a man can't give you. When man says no, he's the one that will give you what man says he can't. And I'm not talking about bad stuff. I ain't talking about the drugs and the drinking and the sexing and all this stupid stuff that y'all are doing that's guaranteeing you nothing. And some of y'all are doing it to dull your pain. When you need to, you need to confront your pain. You need to really dig it up and put it in front of you and say, why am I in pain? When God has a future and a hope for me and he's waiting for me to fulfill that future and a hope and a purpose. There are people that want their future and a hope and a purpose. And if you want their future and hope and a purpose, you ask God to fulfill you so that you do not fulfill the lust of your flesh. And give you a, a heart, a mindset, and a will, and a passion to do what he wants you to do. To be obedient. To what he has called you to be obedient to. And you ask him to fulfill that purpose in you. Bring the people around you that's going to speak life into you. And that's going to help you fulfill your purpose. Bring you the tools that's going to help you fulfill your purpose. God did not create you to be a casualty. He created you to be a, 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 a picture of who he is. A picture of the greatness that he can do. A picture of the life that he can provide for you. You're supposed to be a picture of that. You're supposed to be a living letter of who he is. A reflection of who he is to other people. That would draw them unto him. That would draw him, him, them to him. If you want that visual picture, then you need to come... If you're in sexual bondage, sexual sin... You need to come on up out of it. And you can leave it. It ain't like you can't. If you can't stop, that means you need to be delivered. And I pray, God, deliver them today as I'm speaking. Take the desire of sex and perversion away from them. And give them, replace it with a desire, a desire and a love for you. And a, a desire for the future and the hope that you have for them. And let it be fulfilled, God, all their days. Fulfill them all their days where they don't look for anything else. They don't need nothing else. In Jesus' name. You don't need anything else but God. You don't need anything else but His purpose and His will and His future and His hope for you. You don't need what the world promises you. You need His future and His hope in you. And you can possess it. And you can not be that one that's always looked at as the sex pot, the harlot. You can fulfill a God given destiny, God given plans. You can walk them out. And you can see them fulfilled in your life. You can live a positive life. You can live a a life that is grounded in God. Walking in his purposes. Is that what you want? If that's what you want, ask God to purify you. Make you clean before him. Acknowledge that you've done wrong. And ask him to give you the life that he desires to give you through his son, Jesus Christ. Anyway, y'all, I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. So, what do you think you're called to do? That's what we're talking about today. What is your purpose in life? How do you find your purpose? Well, as we know, when you're talking about your purpose, you're talking about what you were created to do by God. And when you talk about walking in your call, there's a specific thing that he has for you to do. Now how you find out what that thing is, is you ask him. You start to pray. And you ask him what he's called you to do. And when he gives you an answer, you should write it down. And then ask him how to go about doing it that's how you find out what you were called to do hey you guys it's me good morning today i want to talk about well the title of this podcast is your foundation must be firm now to my kids listening what does that mean that simply means you must know the god that you serve you must know who he is you must know what he's done for you and you must know that he loves you and that he died to to save you from Being a part of the world. When we were a part of the world, we were an enemy to God. And because we were an enemy to God, we were going to get in big trouble. God was angry. It says we were going to suffer the wrath of God. That means extreme anger. He was angry because we were doing wrong in His sight. And He wanted us to do right. So, if anybody asks you, well, what are you saved from? You're saved from God's anger. You're saved from God's wrath. And see, back then in the Bible days, and still now, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. That means when you do something wrong, back during Bible times you would die. And even now that still happens. So what are you saved from when people ask you? I'm saved from God's wrath. I'm saved from God's being very, very angry with me. And I'm saved from him I'm saved from death. I'm saved from dying. And when I'm talk- when I talk about death, I'm talking about spiritual death. Where you are disconnected from God forever. After you. Naturally. Die. In some cases. If we. Continue to be. An enemy to God. Continue to do the things. That God doesn't want us to do. Sometimes it does end. In natural death. But. After that natural death, there's another death that we suffer. And it's called a spiritual death. Where we don't go to heaven and see God if we are against Him. If we don't do what He wants of us. If we're not on His team. If we're not on His side. Um, And that death is called eternal death. And... What that means is there's a place that everybody goes. There's a place that people go when they obey God and do what he says and they receive rewards and all kinds of all kinds of goodies. And then there's a place where people go when they've not obeyed God, when they've been bad. They've done all kinds of bad things. There's a place where you get punished, okay? And that place is called hell or Hades. When you go there, you get punished for the bad things you do. And not only do you get punished, but the same bad things you do here on earth are the same bad things that you get punished with and for doing. And when you get punished, when you go there and get punished, it doesn't end. It just starts over and over and over and over again. So, I say that to say this. Um, When you're talking about um, being saved, you want to be. You want to know that you are. And how do you know that you are? You receive Jesus into your heart. When you receive Jesus into your heart, He becomes your Lord. He becomes your God. You're no longer part of that world. He separates you, and you begin to do things different. I'm going to come back with part two in just a minute.